All right, guys, we're on here. Uh, this is the Brick Wall Podcast. I've got uh, Professor Tom DeBlas, myself, and special guest Gary Tonin is here tonight. Hello. Why am I special? Am I more special than Tom? I don't understand. I was professor, and you were just the special guest, so get a life. <laughs> sorry, Papa. sorry, Papa Pepe. <laughs> Well, it's bugging me out how it's going between, like, Gary's face is popping up, then your face is popping up, and it's really uh, making me dizzy, bro. Okay. I'm going yeah. to get your shit together before you, before you call me. We see if I can lock it in. So I locked it in to you. So I'm going to try to manually jump the camera back and forth. Is that cool? You do, you do, yeah, whatever you want. All right. So what do we start talking with? Uh, let, let me hear an ahoy to get us started for your second podcast. Ahoy. Why don't we just go right into the story that happened to Gary last night? Oh, my God. Do you really have to talk about that? All right. Okay. So anyway, uh, so we're, we're having like a little bonfire thing uh, for my uncle's 50th birthday, and we're all sitting around. And uh, my uncle gets a bright idea. Apparently, Landon's in the podcast right now. My uncle and and Katie. Anyway, I don't know. They just came up behind me. Uh, so <laughs> so the, I don't even. Were you guys there when I carried the telephone pole or no? Um, no. No. All right. So, that's okay. Anyway, I uh, we get the bright idea. We got to move this telephone pole like 50 yards. Okay. So this telephone pole has got to be over 300 pounds, and it's soaking wet. All right, guys, you can't, you can't. All right, fine. Go ahead. Shake the chicken in the background. <laughs> I feel like this, there's no way this story is going to get completed because I have ADHD and he's shaking a chicken directly behind my head. <laughs> all right, point of the matter is the telephone pole is really heavy, so we can't even pick it up. We have to start rolling it across the yard. Finally, we get close to the fire enough to pick it up, to put it in the fire. And as I pick up the log, the kids were all playing in the water. So I thought it was just muddy. I slide my hands underneath the log, and my fingers feel the mud. And I, I start picking up the log. It's slipping out of my hands. There's like four other people picking up this telephone pole. And I start going elbow deep underneath the pe telephone pole so I can hang on to it. As oh, I lift the pole up to my face, I smell dog shit. Just like right in my nose. And I know that I just smeared it all over my arms, my neck, my chest. It's just everywhere. And I'm just smelling it in my nose. And I'm just like... This is dog shit. It's all over my chest. It's all over my chest. But I couldn't set the log down because I have like three of my family members that are going to throw their back out. They're all 50-year-old men trying to carry this log. So eventually we set it down, and I start trying to walk to go take a shower. My mom offers me a water bottle like I got a little dog shit on me. I'm covered. I smack the water bottle out of her hand, and I just start charging up the stairs to go take a shower. I was furious. Uh, that's actually pretty amazing. And bro, what are these kids doing behind you? Do they not have, do they have parents? Where are, their, where are their parents? What the hell is happening right now? <laughs> I, I can't control this. My mom's here. She can get. She can take them away, but she's choosing not to. I want to know how to get on the podcast. You can't get on it, mom. Oh, you can't get on this podcast. In the black podcast. <laughs> bro, what is happening right now? Guys, guys, guys. All right, you got to go. You got to go. You got to go. It's too much. It's too much. Guys, no, no. Seriously, we, seriously, we got to go. You got to go. No, seriously. Come on, guys. Let's go. Let's go. Bye, children. 
this is total madness right now, bro. Sorry for ruining your entire podcast. I apologize. No. Get some, get some, get some control over your life. <laughs> what was that, Jeff? What was that, Tom? To get some control over your life. That's why you can't control Gordon. You can't even control these little these little kids. Is that you? Sorry, Professor Ben. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that dog shit story makes me want to throw up. It was horrible. So I can't bad. do shit, bro. Listen, I can't. I can't do shit at all. Like even changing diapers, bro. I get nauseous. I can't do shit. I can't do it. The worst part. Knowing that it was shit and I couldn't do anything about it, I, I just had to carry it. There was just no choice. I let go of the log, and three of my family members fall down a hill. <laughs> hey man, that may happen. I might have let them fall. All right, so I guess we should talk about some jujitsu uh, related related subjects. How about we talk about how much Gordon sucks? Yeah, I was just gonna get right into Gordon Ryan. Uh, What's wrong with his voice, though? When you really think about, it, like, it, do most people don't hear him talk too much? Like when he laughs, like, does it bother you? Like it bothers me that he has like a nine-year-old schoolgirl voice. So if anybody gets a hold of Gordon's phone number, I don't know it by heart. Otherwise, I'd just give it out on the podcast because it would be really funny to have everybody call him. Oh, bro! I want to give it out. Can we give it yeah. out? Can you look it up? And, yeah. You look it up. And I tell this story, okay? So anyway. Uh, if you call Gordon's phone and it goes to voicemail, you hear a nine-year-old boy, but it doesn't sound that much different than his voice now. And it's just like, hey, it's Gordon. Please leave a message after the beep. And I'm like, like Gordon works for my school. Like he teaches. He's an instructor. So like I wanted to get him a business card so he could like answer phone calls and you know, he could you know, give, him, give it out and everything. I refuse to do it until he changes that voicemail because they're just going to call and there's like an eight-year-old boy answering the phone. I mean, his voice isn't that much different. Here's that's not that much different. It isn't. I don't even know. I would have to record the message myself, like to make it any better. What? What? Why? Why do you think Gordon has so much? Uh, like, people really seem to get after him on Facebook, right? Everybody calls him out. People. People don't like him. Mostly because he's just an, the most arrogant, cocky person on the face of the planet. Like, the most. Like I. No, but it's funny because I consider myself a relatively confident person. I also think Tom's a relatively confident person. You know, I thought I was around a lot of confident people. And I met Gordon, I was just like bewildered by how with no with with no real reason, just have full confidence in his in his ability to do literally anything. You just be like, Yes, I'm the best at that ever. I'm just like yeah, Gordon, you've never before, that's before he even won anything. Like what? What is that? Like who? How do you even grow up like that? Well, we know how he got introduced into jiu-jitsu. He was doing backyard fights like Kimbo with, yeah, well, uh, with backyard with fights. And uh, his preschool teacher would get all the little preschool kids in a uh, together in a circle, and he put two of the preschool kids in. They'd all watch UFC tapes, and he make force the kids to see who could get the first armbar first. They didn't even know what they were doing; just attacking each other. This this is truth. This it's is crazy. true, one hundred percent. I guess so that's why you know. I think people are really. I think you know. Gordon has a good heart. You know what I mean? Like he's a real. You know that he, he he's a man. He's an awesome kid. But I think if people don't know him, they think he should be more humble. But you know, <laughs> you know what the irony in that is? Is I feel. Do you feel he would be as successful as he, as he is if he didn't have that confidence? 
No, yeah, probably not. You know, I mean, it's impressive. I wish I could be that confident about everything. I really do, but I, I think maybe he just maybe if he just shut up about it more, right? Because he's so. I think well, that's what he's doing. This is just that's annoying in and of itself. So just him shutting up is just helps on multiple levels. You know, it's annoying to me how Todd's head is shining right now. <laughs> There's a glare off the top of his. I see the reflection. I could actually see Tom's face in the top of Todd's head. <laughs> off the screen. The great this is, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad to be on this, uh, this podcast. Thanks for welcoming us on this podcast. <laughs> so, Liz, I got a funny story about Gordon uh, and Gary. So there's a phalanx chat with all, like, the phalanx people. Right and uh, Gordon recently, like he got sponsored by Phelan, so he gets put on the chat. There's like 70 people on there. Gordon, his first message on the chat, and it's always respectful, always respectful. Gordon comes on and he's like, oh, 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 stop. And I was like, I was like, holy shit! I was like, what the fuck? What's happening right now? And he was like, oh, and I was like, oh, my God. He's doing shit that we do in the WhatsApp group. So then out of nowhere, other people in the chat started going like, oh, and I was like, what the fuck? So then, yeah, so and then I don't know. Know. I think they genuinely are just saying us like they think it's a cool thing to do. Anybody that actually think they really need it. it just bothers me a little bit. It makes me want to throw up in my mouth. When people say us. Yeah, it just make it hurt. Like I don't know. It's just it's like it's like listening to Gordon's voice. It's like nails on a chalkboard. It's really weird. It, I remember one time I was teaching, and every every technique that I taught, after every technique, there would be like us, us. Is it us or is it os? I think that if you spelled it out, it's supposed to be osu is the proper like os. pronunciation. Like you know osu. Like, like it's us, but like it has like a u at the end of it. Also, so Gary, what's next for you, man? What's what's on your agenda? Uh, I have two potential matches coming up. Uh, I don't know if I can announce either one of them yet. I definitely can announce one of them, uh, but let's just say, uh, from a comedic from a comedic standpoint, this will be like one of the best jujitsu matches of all time that's going to be put on. What if you lost it? If I lose the match that I'm talking about right now. I would probably be one of the most hated jujitsu practitioners of all time. I would be so happy if you lost. And when I said comedically, when I said comedically, like everybody's gonna think in the jujitsu world, I'm talking about like classy grappler or Hanato Laranja. No, that's not what I'm talking about at all. Yes, it'll be the fight. Every let's put it this way: there will not be a single person uh, in the jujitsu community that that'll be rooting for my opponent. I'll have full support of, of every single fan in this match. What, what if Gordon was competing? Would they root for Gordon or your opponent? What's that? Would they root for Gordon or your opponent? That's tough. They would. They would definitely vote for. They would definitely uh, root for Gordon. Except I would be rooting for the other guy. But Todd hated. Todd hated Gordon. It's nice to just see the top of your forehead there, Tom. Oh, oh you see. Kilroy <laughs> was here. What, what do you mean I hated Gordon? I've never met Gordon. That's, that's what you told me. You told me you hated him. Hate him. Never happened. 100% it happened. I could screenshot the text messages. 
<laughs> well, how about the one time I trolled you on WhatsApp? Uh, which time? It's yeah, pretty, yeah. Pretty much every day of my life. So, Gary, we're in, he put me in his uh, his group with a couple of his leverage people, and uh, uh, I texted Gordon real quick. I said, Gordon, text me right now that you hate my daughter. I was telling <laughs> you. So I changed Gordon's WhatsApp name to Todd, and then Gordon texts, I hate your daughter, is blah, blah, blah. So then I screenshot it. I sent it to the group, and uh, Todd was like, those words never came out of my mouth. How did you do that? <laughs> How did you do that? Bro, he was so he he had no idea what was going on. The, people don't understand. Ninety-five percent of things we do are trolling people. Yes. Like yeah, like a lot. It's it's there's a great percentage of times. But it works so perfectly because nine because most of the stuff you say on Facebook is serious. Like when yeah. we troll people, it's like obvious we're trolling people because we make fun of stuff all the time. You do it the best because you have a reputation for being like, you know, El Pepe the legend, you know? That's why it works so well for you. Uh, like when Gordon came from Montreal. What's that? Like when Gordon came to train from Montreal for a day. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, uh, Gordon just he just uh, he drove here from Montreal for one training session just to drive all the way back to Montreal, and everybody believed it. They're just like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm so proud of Gordon. He's the man. Oh, <laughs> Tom. Yeah. Man, you know when Oss is getting too serious? When when I was at Lloyd's for that Kumite thing, that was like the first time I started hearing people overuse the word. Uh, some dude was showing a picture to his friend of like a chick who was like decently attractive, and the dude looks at the picture and he just goes, "Oh!" But he didn't mean it like a joke. He meant it seriously. Like that's how that's his response. Like the attractive picture of the chick. Oh! <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I can't do that, bro. Weird, man. Super weird. How do you function in regular society saying things like that? When you say that in front of people that don't know what it means, like they just look at you like, God bless you. Like, did you just sneeze? Like, what's going on? It's very odd. I mean, you know what it is? It's a, it's a sign of respect, you know? So I, the whole world does it. The whole world does it. We're, we're, we just got I guess we got to start. Awesome. 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 I hated that. <laughs> what were you saying, Todd? Tom, tell the story uh, when I asked you um, about the class where you knew Gary was going to be who Gary is today. You know, that, that sort of tipping point. You talked about a class where he kind of bugged the crap out of you. Tell that story. Oh, but the thing is this. Everything that he says happened, he says he has a skewed vision. Oh, yeah. Sure. He was a long-haired, like, I have ADHD. And, bro, I was a special ed teacher. So I was used to it. He had ADHD to, to the next level. But not only did he have ADHD, he was like a, like a, like kind of a disrespectful little prick. And his mom was always there, like, just watching and, like. Wait, Tom, can you do your ADHD impression of me for a second? Because I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is wrong with this kid, man. <laughs> so he he trained at another school for like probably like two months, and then he came to me and uh, I showed him like a defense to a triangle, 
and he's like, that's not the right way to do it, or like, that's not what I was shown. So like, I so I trained him for a long time, really whooped his ass, you know, like me on belly, but he wouldn't. He, I kept asking him, do you want to stop? Do you want to stop? Do you want to stop? And he would not Because the beating was so bad, at periodic points during the match, he would feel bad. Like, after five minutes of going neon face, he would, like, I could tell, like, you know, he wanted to, like, make me feel pain, but he also was like, wait, did I just go neon face on a 15-year-old for five minutes? Maybe I should ask him if he's done. Like, is, is, I don't know if this is okay. But then I would say, like, no, it's fine, and he, he would just crank up the intensity right back. It's almost like I pissed him off by not quitting. No, in his, no, it's not that. He wanted to kill me. Like, his face was, ne he never showed fear. He was just like, <laughs> he was like, a, you ever see Penitentiary with that crazy little black midget? That's what Gary was like. He was like a crazy little midget. Just like, <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid, man? Like, he won't stop. He won't stop. Where are you? I lost you. Um, you got me? We got you back. So you I, had to, I had to turn it up. I had to turn it up. And then after that, man, he just, I like, I don't know. He just got super intense and like started training like every day he could unless he missed training for like drama because he was in drama. Uh, and I'll be like, why are you doing drama, bro? I was like, are you going to be a famous actor? Do you want to be an actor? Like, oh, I can't just do it for fun. For that, I always came to training immediately after that was over. <laughs> you know, it, it it was all good, but he definitely he had something different. There was no uh, bitch assness in Gary. Put it that way, never. You know, but I was never like that either, man. Like you know, some people complain about every little thing, and he just didn't. You know. Yeah, I don't know. That was uh, that was like like he. I mean, you know, he knows about the beating, but like. I remember, like, just, like, like completely after the beating was over, just, like, my whole body, like, shaking. I had, like, a bruise on my sternum. I looked like uh, Iron Man. And, uh... Your whole I, body was shaking. I had cuts all over my face from the... the oh, shut up. Shut up. E-burn all over my face. And, like, I went into school the next day. People were like, what happened to you? You know, like, I was just like, I disrespected Professor. I did it wrong. This is... This is bullshit. This is such a lie. Listen, he, he got people so good. When I initially started posting... I told everybody I deserved it, though. When I, when I initially... Gary would tell these stories so messed up. When I, 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 was, I was not at Hensel's for a long time. And then when I went back to Hensel's, I was posting a lot about Gordon, how good Gordon was, and, like, Gordon is this, Gordon is that. So, like, everybody felt like I walked into Hensel's, and there was, like, a crowd. Like, Gary, like, somehow, like, made them believe that I was, like lying, saying Gordon was as good as he was to, like, make them, like, train harder with Gordon. Like, oh, I actually did do that with Joan, right? Tom, Tom, tell me you don't play mind games with literally everyone to motivate them to do things like that. Like, it, it, all day, every day, you send text messages to people, you know, I heard so-and-so said you have a shitty arm bar. You know, <laughs> probably tonight in training. Like, that happens, like, 100% of the time. Every time you say that to someone. So, like, why wouldn't we believe that? Like, I was like, I would have Ian Gordon sitting in a room, and he'd just be like, yeah, Gary, I don't know. I just, you know, I just think he's so much better than you. Like, I feel like when he trains with me, like, he put, just puts the pressure on. You know, I feel like so much more of a threat of submission. I just, you know, I, I, don't, I, I just think he's better. There's just nothing I can say. And then he'd have me and Gordon train. I'd submit Gordon four and a half, 
four and a half times. I don't know what a half means. Uh, so you that'd, be like, ass. that'd be like a Facebook post that Tom would say, 11 and a half fights in pride. Yeah, um, <laughs> No, but we, we go back and forth. But, yeah, you definitely, you definitely pump me up pretty – I get angry pretty easily about the things that you say. Bro, I, I, I haven't got you mad in a long time, but – oh, one time. <laughs> in, listen, in Costa, I was in Costa Rica, and uh, this is a good one. I don't know. I don't know if you guys remember. Gary posted a a video of him burning Gordon's brat. Like he gave Gordon a brown was like just joking, and he threw it in a campfire. Burn, <laughs> burn the bell, right? I remember that. The best videos of all time that no one, you know, only ten people got to see because I got a, I got phone calls from the higher ups in the middle of so, the night. Listen, if he did that shit now, you know, do whatever. You know, I I can't I can't police. I got so many things going on in my life now. I can't police. These animals, all right? So I, I get off the phone with Henzo and Cardo. I call Gary. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, brother? You can't burn a belt. What's wrong with you? And he was drinking. And he was, I, I could tell he was drinking. And he was fucking mouthy. And he was trying to get, like, philosophical on me. And I was getting pissed. And I'm like, what the fuck can I say? Excuse me. What can I say to him right now that could, like, really upset him? And I'm like, you know what, bro? I was like, I don't give a fuck about you. And I don't care. <laughs> And I don't, re- I don't respect you, and I don't care if you respect me. And he's, he's like, how could you? How could you? You were so upset. I was so mad. I was so mad. And meanwhile, I got chastised about that whole thing. I did flip out, by the way. Uh, and then he was like, oh, just kidding. But uh, <laughs> I got chastised about that whole thing. And then a week later, Gordon gets the post on Facebook that, uh, that you died of cancer and that he gets to take your wife in your academy, but that's totally fine. But the belt burning, that's just out of the question. Bro, t- tell a story about the, the, the meme of the lake that I sent you. Oh, my God. So he's, like, he's like talking to me, and then he gets mad for no reason. Uh, but he's just, you know, he's just trolling me, but I didn't realize it. So he gets mad for no reason. He sends me a lake, and he's like, it's, it's, got, it's like a meme, and it says something like, you know, uh, remove the negativity in your life and things will be more tranquil or whatever. And I send them a message back. I was like, I'm not like your peasants. You post little memes and send little memes and things. This is meaningless to me. What does that even mean? So, and then, and then I sent I them back a picture. I was like, ha, 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 It was good, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know what I, th- you know I think is important for people to realize is that you can be serious and at the same time, fool around. Like, you can have that, like, like. of course, I bust balls a lot. You're not going to see exactly how I am on Facebook all the time because, you know, I'm a, I'm a professional guy. But, like, it's important that people understand, like, you don't have to be, like, oh, you know, Yoda all the time. Because the thing is, nobody is. Nobody is. So I think if you try to portray that, you know, it could, like, if you try to be too perfect, I think eventually people are going to find out you're not that perfect. You know what I mean? But, like, if you just go with the flow, you can laugh at yourself. You can bust balls like I do, right? I think yeah. people don't, people don't ex- like, they understand you're human, you know, and they can relate to you more. You know, there's places that I go and academies and things where I feel like I have to walk on eggshells, and I just never want my students to ever feel that way, you know? Like, I want my students to feel like I'm a real person and that they can come to me, talk to me about anything, you know, because otherwise people are too nervous to tell you about you know, their failures or the, thing, the mistakes they made or the things that happened in their life because they think, you know, you're some kind of perfect person and they can't talk to you about that kind of stuff, you know? I want all my students to feel like I'm just, I make just as many mistakes as they do, you know? 
Oh, and you know it's crazy. I see people out there. I see. Listen, the the hypocrisy in like I don't want to just say the jiu-jitsu world, just like the world in general. It floors me. Everybody wants to judge somebody, but they got their own skeletons in their own closet. You know what I mean? Like you got girls talking shit on guys that are doing this and doing that when when they're doing whatever. Like and guys talking about girls and they're doing it's like everybody just shut up. Mind your fucking business, train, and just be happy. And don't judge people, man. It's crazy. Awesome. Hey, I know uh, Gary's got family. Uh, the best of all time. What's that? Um, I said that might have been the best transition of all time, Todd. <laughs> He's like, awesome. <laughs> He's just like, great stuff, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, I'm sad to be mindful of your time. I know your family's there. I just want to get your thoughts on uh, a recent situation that came came about where uh, somebody uh, exposed a supposed fake black belt. Uh, I know Tom did a live video. A lot of a lot of folks did live videos with their opinion, but it turns out kind of uh, there's more to the story, and it, that person wasn't really portraying themselves as a as a BJJ black belt. Uh, it was a, a sort of another style of jiu-jitsu. Um, yeah. What 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 are, what are your thoughts on Gary? I'd like your thoughts on on fake black belts, and then what do you what do you guys both think of this new breed of like black belt hunters we have? It's it's almost like there's becoming a subculture of people looking to expose other people. Yeah. Well, here's the problem. I I think the main problem is this. I don't really. I don't really care what other people do that much, you know, at their academy or, you know, they want to say this, they want to say that. But the problem lies in the fact that, like, you know, me and Tom, we run a jiu-jitsu school. And if somebody's first experience with, quote, unquote, jiu-jitsu is with some jerk-off that doesn't really know what he's doing uh, and, you know, doesn't take care of things the right way, isn't teaching proper technique, whatever the case may be, and that's their first experience with jiu-jitsu, and that's what they think jiu-jitsu is, that hurts us in the long run. You know, maybe not directly right away, you know, but that's a problem, you know. So that's what sucks about the whole situation. I'd really like to just be relaxed about it and let everybody do their own thing and not care, but at the end of the day, it kind of, it kind of ruins what we do, you know, I, I think. It cheapens it in a way. Um, you know, there's, there's not a whole lot you can do about that. I mean, I guess some people take a little bit more of an aggressive approach, you know. Uh, I don't know. I don't see myself, you know, ever, you know, particularly posting about a particular person or anything like that. I'm not really, I'm not really that aggressive online and things. I try not to like, you know, just attack people, you know, on the internet or whatever. Because, you know, for me, I feel like whatever words you say on the internet or videotape or whatever, it's it stays there forever. So I'm very careful about that kind of stuff, uh, except for when it comes to burning belts. Um, but. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of my take on it. You know, if somebody comes in my school and they want to claim to be some kind of black belt, I could care less. They're going to get the crap beat out of them regardless. So it really doesn't make a difference to me there. But it does kind of suck when people are out trying to say that they teach what you teach and they don't really know what they're doing. We're going to be done in five, okay? We're going to be done in like five. Sorry, dude. Tom, any thoughts on the, the, the black belt hunters? I, I don't know. I don't know where they're why they're hunting the black belts. Like, are they hunting the... Are they doing it to get their own name out there and from, make a video that goes viral? From what I understand... Uh, the, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, So I don't know what their intentions are. Do yeah. I agree with people portraying to be black belts that aren't? 
No, but then again, I don't agree with a lot of black belts out there that are real black belts. I don't agree with what they're doing. I don't agree with how they're not training with their students. And I mean, like, I, I don't like what they're doing either. So it's like, I think, I think jujitsu black belts as a whole need to be, you know, raised to a higher standard. Because me, there's no difference in Joe Schmo who has a black belt, doesn't train with his students, just barks orders, doesn't lead by example. To the to the fake black belt because in my eyes they're both fake, you know what I mean. So, I mean of course you shouldn't just put a belt around your waist if it's really not what you are, you know. So they deserve everything they get if they're if they're fake. But me personally, I'm not kicking in any doors to expose people. Like Gary said, like I'm he's focused on himself. I'm focused on myself. Whatever people are gonna do down the street for me, I don't really give a shit, you know. Yeah, I think one. Of, I think the best thing in, in this scenario is you just kind of do the right thing for you and do the right thing for your school and let your student educate your students as best as you can on on that sort of situation and you know hopefully that you know the things that you do will you'll positively affect people and you know uh, hopefully that you know counteracts some of this you know garbage that's floating out there from people getting those bad experiences you know yeah hundred percent I agree. At the end of the day, man, people just need to train, be happy, be nice to people, train hard. Like, you know, I'd rather see online, like, somebody, like like an older gentleman getting promoted or somebody who was never athletic in their life, that was never a part of anything in their life, get their blue belt and everybody cheer for them than seeing a fake black belt exposed. I'd rather see more positive, personally. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Any, any, uh, any other thoughts, guys? I want to I want to let Gary get with his family. I appreciate him taking his time to uh, to be on our second episode. No problem, man. Yeah, no, nothing. Uh, thanks so much for having me on this podcast. I really appreciate it. And uh, it's always good to see uh, Tom's big head. Yeah, I lost I lost him from my perspective. I can't see his big head anymore. He goes back and forth. It's unfortunate. I really love. I love looking at it. <laughs> Any fun? Everybody who's watching, train hard. Have a good week. Oh, and uh, Memorial Day. God bless the ones who gave, who gave their lives for us, man. For us to live in a free country. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Have a great weekend, guys. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it a lot. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye bye. Uh -huh.